0: The NDP's Randall Garrison, who is an MP out in BC, is putting forth a motion today that could end a ban that uh, started six years ago. Let's go back in history for a second, if we could, where blood services are concerned. In the early 80s, about 2000 Canadians were infected with HIV from tainted blood products. Thousands more were infected with hepatitis C. And although AIDS was first reported in Canada back in 82, it took three years for the Canadian Red Cross Society, who managed the nation's blood donation system at the time, to start screening for HIV. And a donor eligibility rule was then enacted. It it excluded any man who'd had sex with a man, even once, from donating blood. Policy was embedded in Health Canada's regulations in 1992. And it's changed... Uh, Currently, the policy sits at it's banning any man from donating blood if he's had sex with another man in the previous six months. Now, our guest, who, as I said before, is with the NDP, he's an MP out in BC, Randall Garrison, uh, wants to change that, starting today with tabling a motion. Welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks for having me on this morning.
0: All right, so we know the history of this. Um, Why now are you uh, tabling this motion? Can you speak to the timing?
1: Well, I, I've been working on this since I was first elected to Parliament in 2011 as one of the only out-gay MPs. And um, at that time, I was given lots of explanations, I guess other people like to call them, of why this couldn't happen at the time. Uh, so I did introduce a motion in House Commons six years ago, calling for an end uh, to this ban. And um, now, to the best of my knowledge, all the things that I was told had to happen have happened. And there should have been a recommendation, according to their own plans, from blood services to the government uh, earlier this year to uh, lift this ban on on blood donations.
0: You're calling it a homophobic policy?
1: Uh, It is. Uh, There's more than 17 countries that have uh, no such uh, deferral policy and there is no science behind the deferral. Uh, As as a gay man, certainly I'm quite aware it was necessary when it was brought in uh, in 1993 but countries like Italy eliminated this uh, rule 19 years ago.
0: Presumably, you are in communications quite regularly with uh, Canada Blood Services. So let's talk about how desperate their need is right now with COVID-19.
1: Well, that, that as well as being the sixth anniversary is the reason that I'm reintroducing the motion because we have an acute shortage of blood and we also have a shortage of plasma donations from those who recovered from COVID. And that's important because we need those donations to try and do research on uh, potential treatment or prevention of COVID-19. And so at a time of shortages and a time when we need those plasma donations, we're still rejecting donations on no scientific basis from about 5% of the population.
0: And what are your MPs saying, your, your fellow MPs, saying about your motion? Are they looking like they're going to support it?
1: Well, the Liberals have promised uh, in two consecutive elections that they would lift the ban. And uh, they pat themselves on the back in reducing the ban from a, a lifetime ban to a, a one-year ban to a six-month ban and a three-month ban. But really, if you think about human sexuality, all those are virtually the same thing. Requiring someone to be celibate for more than three months uh, before they can uh, donate blood uh, really uh, means it's a lifetime ban. It also covers uh, trans women, and it also covers the category of men who have sex with men who don't necessarily identify as gay. So bisexual men and lots of men where there's a lot of stigma in certain communities within Canada. So all, all of those people are prevented from uh, donating blood at this time when we need blood.
0: And what are you hearing from the LGBT community on, on your motion?
1: Well, uh, two things. One, of course, that it's about time and, the, and that this should be done and there's no excuse left about homophobia. And uh, two different things. One is some people are, are um, angry at the blood services, but I stand with the other side, which uh, I've called for, friends, family, allies of the LGBT community to step up and donate blood right now in the place of those of us who cannot.
0: Yeah, and it is an important time, as you said. Uh, we need blood donations. People have been, although the blood services have been saying, look, we have implemented a safe protocol for you to donate your blood. People are, A, they're self-isolating still. They're they're slowly coming out of their self-isolation, depending on where you are in Canada, and uh, and B, they're, they're just nervous about getting out.
1: That's right. So uh, rather than calling for a boycott or uh, expressing anger at this point, I'm trying to get this changed as soon as possible, and in the meantime, encouraging all my friends and allies to donate blood.
0: Say your motion gets passed. How long does it take to implement?
1: Well, as I said, uh, according to their own schedule, uh, Blood Services Canada was supposed to have a recommendation ready for the government earlier this year, uh, and so as far as I know, it would take very little time to actually uh, get this moving. Uh, the, there's the example of Brazil, which uh, last week lifted uh, all its deferral policies for gay men because of their crisis in the blood supply. And my understanding is the UK is uh, has established a committee to try and lift their ban within a month.
0: And what are you hearing from community members, members of uh, your constituents on this?
1: I just got an email just before uh, I got on the line with you Uh, from a friend that I know uh, at the University of Victoria who said she went and donated blood today.
0: Nice. Well, Mr. Garrison, thank you so much. I appreciate your time.
1: Thanks for your interest in this, and I really do encourage everybody to give blood at this critical time.